all the desire. Oh, oh. I just want it so bad. Oh, you know. Amazing. And it just seems so real. It's right there. Just want to reach out and touch it. For what all disappears. Sometimes it feels like everything is passing me by. Every now and then it feels like my ship has gone and sailed away. But I, I gotta be strong. Gotta hold on It won't be too long Now the tide is coming in I see the waves flowing Out there on the ocean I know my ship is coming in Just at the horizon And right where the sky is Out there on the ocean Oh, my ship is coming in So don't leave me hanging I've been waiting too long For this moment My ship has finally come I will travel to the seven Like fighting with gravity And it's bringing me down If this world is really round Then tell me how It just don't know for you to come around Hard-headed. <laughs> What's up, Terry? 
for your information. This raggedy phone is what's keeping us tonight, what's saving me anyway, because that's what I'm actually on. I can't get on my computer. And, of course, everything is, is just is just preparing to configure Windows, and that's what it's been saying now for about the last 20 minutes. I was going to shut it down and reboot it um, just because I haven't turned it off in a while. So that was the wrong thing to do, but... This phone that you're talking about has saved the day. Well, praise the Lord for that raggedy phone. Look, even Jesus walked on water. I'm trying to tell you, miracles are still being performed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're just going to go with it because I'm going to tell you, all my notes and everything is in the computer. So um, I hope that I am... Prepared mentally, spiritually, and wholeheartedly, I'm going to say until this, what you're talking about, I need to get a new computer, not a new phone, because the phone is is as of October 2015. But now, the way they make them today, it could be possible that I need a new one. So, um, I don't know. I don't know. But nonetheless... Oh, thank you for for going on and logging in again. I'm I'm on the uh, actually on the site and on my phone at the same time. So I'm, I'm looking at the um, the studio and I'm actually on the phone as well. So this is the first time I've ever had to do that. Of course, I took myself out of queue, like you said. So it's working. So believe it or so far. believe it or not, Tammy. Believe it or not, when I when I was doing this by myself. Every night I got on <laughs> to uh, do the show, uh, it would not work. And it was always, like, searching for service. I was like, are you serious? Like, not now. <laughs> like, the show's about to start, and I can't say, hey, Tammy. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually had to pull it up on my phone and start the show from my phone. Um, uh-huh. And then Tamari would be like, well, the Internet is working on my computer. <laughs> and so I would have to, like, shut my whole computer down and then give it a chance to reboot and just hope and pray that, like, you know, I got through that part. So I, I definitely understand where you're coming from. I, I just had to, you know, give you a hard time as we as we start this show. But I'm turning it back over to you, and uh, you do what you do, and we'll we'll – Roll right, uh, right, right with it. Excuse me. Okay, okay. Well, great. Thanks everybody for for tuning in with us tonight. Um, I must say, Rodney, I had had planned not to. Um, we had planned actually to kind of not be on. I think we talked about it, and and I had someone say to me, "Please don't stop. I really need this." And um, this person is just kind of going through life, going through things. And and uh, actually, I didn't know that this person was actually listening, I guess, as often as, as they have been. But um, I just felt I just felt kind of compelled to, 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 to go through and do it because you just never, ever know where people are and how, um, how I guess, guess we help. And so I know I know you and I talk about how sometimes we get on and and we may not have you know all these thousands of people or hundreds of people or even even you know twenty people or so listening, but if if we could just touch one person and help that person heal, um, 
to me and I'm sure to you, then our job is 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 well done. Um, of course, giving giving all the praise and glory to God, because again, we talk about things that, in my opinion, right, it's just people don't really want to sit and talk about um, or address, even with with tonight's topic. And I'm, I'm so amazed that every time, um, well, I'll say the majority of the time, I am truly, I truly learn something about myself. I learned that there's there's uh, other areas that 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 I too need to attend to need need to address, and um, I guess incorporate into my my life. So I just want to make sure that our listeners know that that we come here, and I I I certainly don't want you guys to get this picture perfect um, or this perfect picture of 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 us. I, I think I can speak for Rodney on this as well. But certainly for my life, because we struggle, I struggle with 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 stuff, with things. I was sharing with a friend today that I had to go back into my war room today and just I just sat there in silence and said, "Jesus, help me." That's all I could say. Like I have nothing to say but those those three words because you know life happens. You just you just I just felt a little bit overwhelmed with with with, with stuff and things in life, and so I just went there and it only took. Just a few minutes for me to get myself together to to just kind of reposition just just kind of reposition things and think, oh wow, okay, am I really tripping? But it took me to go back into, and I guess I said war room, but not everybody knows that that I I have a war room now, and I and I'm seriously, it really is a war room. I've turned it into like a man cave, like you know, you guys get all your stuff together. Well, maybe not for the guys because I've made mine pretty and and got my bench in there and my my spiritual material and my my pillow. I sit on the floor and I read my Bible and I pray and I have all these these scriptures um, in circles on the wall and just just things that that uplift my spirit and it has become my safe haven. So much as today, I went in there and I thought, I wonder can I work out staying in here for a couple of days, <laughs> you know, I could bring some food in here and I could just have my own little retreat, you know, right here. But that's the kind of peace it has bought to me. And I say that to say, um, again, life is not picture perfect for me, even though I come here the majority of, 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 of the Mondays and, and we talk about this stuff. We talk about it because it comes up in my life. It comes up in my spirit. Um, and then how awesome is it that it helps me too? It's not just about us giving it to all to you guys as if we don't need it because I, for one, I certainly, certainly do. So I wanted to, to get that out. Um, again, just felt compelled to to do the show tonight in honor of, of, of that one person saying, please don't, don't stop doing this because I need it. So this one's for you. Um, I don't even know if she's listening, but I hope you are, um, and that that you get what you need tonight. Um, so thank you all again for listening, Rodney. I did well. I cannot that I know of. But did you did you open up the chat line, or can you? Of course I did. You I got already? you back. Okay. I got you back. Cool, 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 cool. cool. <laughs> See, when I am weak, he is strong. <laughs> That's why we need two people. We need help. <laughs> Can't do it all by yourself, good people. So if I was doing this alone, you guys would not be hearing my voice or not 
you know, the show would not go on. So it is so important to, to share, 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 and get, get people involved in what you're doing and, and get help. So um, I want to remind you guys that uh, I don't think I said this last week. I don't think we said it last week, uh, Rodney, about our trash can baby. And I want to make sure we continue to, to just promote that because we have to be open to change, and we'll get into some of that in tonight's topic as well. But we ask that you move your trash can, preferably from um, a, a room or a place, one that you use frequently, uh, that you go to quite a bit to throw your trash away. We ask that you do move it, and in moving it, monitor, as time goes on, monitor how often you return to the location that you moved the trash can from. And doing that, think about how often and what things, what people um, are you returning to for the sake of being comfortable in life, not embracing change. And that, that, that sounds, I, every time I say that, you know, it sounds kind of just so trivia and elementary, so move my trash can and then monitor. But it is, to me, if you allow it to be and if you are one who feels like, Life just continues to be the same for me. Why? What am I doing? Um, what am I not doing? Oftentimes I think if we really sit down and silence our lives, our lives enough to hear our inner voice, to hear the voice of God, we'll realize that we're doing, we've created habits. We've gotten comfortable um, in life regardless if the, of being comfortable in that area or with that person kills us inside. We just like to stay where we know and do what we know. We don't like to be taken out of our comfort zone. And if you're going to travel this road of, of change and transformation, you have to be. You have to be willing to go inside and bring everything out. Sometimes I even think we have to bring out the good, then get it all out, separate it, figure out what are we going to keep, um, and how are we going to keep it and why? And then what are we getting rid of? Why? What what caused it to be there? I don't feel like we're addressing our, our lives enough and the things that has, has happened, has taken place, the people that has happened. I don't think we're addressing it enough to where we are able to benefit from our trials and our tribulations, we are we're almost pushing the button. Stop! I don't want to go through trials. I don't want to go through tribulations. I don't want to feel pain. I don't want to experience this. But through those experiences, if we would allow it, life changes. We become as we as tonight's topic is. We become conscious in life. We we become we are awake to our own lives, to our own doings, to our own trials, our tribulations, and to our future. So to me. Um, being conscious is just about owning your reality, being honest with yourself, no longer lying to yourself, no will, no longer being willing to accept anything and anybody for the sake of being comfortable or making people feel like you're okay when deep down you're not. And, and, and butterfly evolution is about dying to live um, based on Galatians 2.20. I feel like most of us, most people are simply getting up every day dead to life, going through the day, work, children, 
whatever it is, cooking, cleaning, whatever it is, dating, whatever you're doing, is not truly experiencing life. We were created for purpose. And I feel like life, the, the, the life that we created for ourselves or have allowed life, the world to create for us, is constantly in battle with the the person who was created for a different purpose by God. Like we've allowed the world to sell us to just to sell us out. You know, it tells us what what determines if we are successful, if we're beautiful, um, just the right size, just the right bank account, just the right car. And so I think people find themselves trying to live up to this, all these things, and they miss the true identity of self, um, who God created you to be, and, and what really brings you joy in life. Um, Rodney, I, I'll stop and hand it over to you. You're going to be on all night tonight, right? Or not all night, but you, <laughs> you're going to be on. <laughs> <laughs> I will be on as long as we are on the air, as long as we okay, pay the bills, okay. keep the show going. Okay. Bill's paid, Bill's paid, Bill's paid. <laughs> no, I, I will I will be on um all night. I'm I'm so grateful that um um one, I, I I'm just grateful to be on this show. I'm grateful to be a part of this show and I know I've said that before but um I truly am grateful to be on this show and I remember when you and I first connected on, on Facebook, Tammy, and I remember how excited I got. I didn't know you. I didn't know anything about the Butterfly Evolution Show. But all I knew was that somebody had read or heard of my book, and they felt enough of me to reach out to me. And I've, I've always been that person that I'm just grateful for everything doesn't matter how big or small. I don't need a whole lot. I know that there are people who do, but I don't need a whole lot. You can give me a dollar, and you can turn around and give me a $1,000, and you're going to get the same response from me. And that ties into what you were saying to start the show, because what I've learned is that people are going to do whatever it is that they want to do. That's why it's hard for me to to take or accept people's excuses, whether it be my students at school or whether it be family members or friends. It doesn't matter because people will always find a way to do whatever it is that they want to do. Prime example. So I'm guessing this is the first night that Showtime at the Apollo is back on TV in full force. I didn't know that it was on until I saw it on Facebook. And then Tamari and I were watching it, and, like, we were really getting into it. Like, it was awesome. But when it was time for the show, Apollo had to go off. Because I have an obligation, and I have something that I look forward to every Monday night. Now, there are a lot of people 
who have never tuned into the show, and their reason is they're always busy. There's always something going on. Ooh, I'm tired. Ooh, I got off work late. However, those same people are blowing up Twitter and Facebook about Apollo. So what I will say to the audience is people will find a way to do whatever it is that they want to do. One of my colleagues came in last week, came into my room, and we were talking, and she eventually said, you know something? We live in a digital age. She said people are always on their phones, or they can be busy, but their phone is going to be on the table or a counter or somewhere. Mm-hmm where they can see it, and when it goes off, whether it's social media or text message or whatever it is, they're going to open it up. So when people say they were too busy to respond to my messages, it wasn't that they weren't free or available or that they were too busy. I was just not important enough for them to respond. So when we talk about our conscious, when we talk about our realities, that is the reality of our society. That's where we are today. Now, if Butterfly Evolution were on Good Morning America, the Today Show, if Butterfly Evolution was out there like that, you better believe people would find a way to to tune in. But I will say this. I don't look for people to tune in anymore. I used to. I'll still put it out there. But I've gotten to a point where this show does something for me on the inside. And so... For me, every Monday, I have a commitment, not necessarily to anyone or anything other than myself and to the show. And I really think that until we get to a point where we are willing to put our car in gear on the road less traveled, we will continue to be sick and tired. We will continue to struggle. We will continue to face challenges because we are not dying to live. We are not living to die. What we are doing is coping. We're surviving. We are trying to make sure that we fit in somewhere. So most of the time, we don't know if we're coming or going. Because as much as people say, oh, I'm an individual, oh, I'm independent, oh, I do what I want to do, they don't. 
It's all about what's popular, what's trending. What bandwagon can I jump on now? And I'm going to go here, Tim, and I'm going to turn it back over to you. You and I have shared a lot of laughs and jokes about football this season, about the Dallas Cowboys. I've seen so many posts on social media, so many comments, so much trash talking about the Dallas Cowboys. By all means, that's your team. Go for it. But wouldn't you know all those people were in hiding last year when the Dallas Cowboys only won four games. So to me, it's, well, where have you been? If you're a Dallas Cowboy fan, I should know that when the Dallas Cowboys are winning, and I should know that when the Dallas Cowboys are losing. See there? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. Trying to get back over to you. Okay, okay. Can you hear me okay, Rodney? I just tried to fix this uh, issue by putting on some earplugs. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you just fine. Super, super. I have a question for you. You brought up, well, I want to piggyback on something you said about, um, I guess, your friend mentioning to you about, you know, we are so connected, uh, I guess she said digitally. I've noticed um, how people... Even with walking into the store, the grocery store, or just just getting out of their car, walking into uh, anywhere, just any, the phone is there, there's a phone in their hand, and it, it doesn't it doesn't seem to matter age um, age doesn't seem to be a factor in this. It's just we're so connected and. I thought about today, even even in my notes, I remember uh, you jogged that memory. I talked about social, wanted to talk about social media as far as we have Facebook, we have Instagram, we have uh, Snapchat, we have Pinterest, and I'm probably missing quite a few. And if we add to that daily work, like if for those of who, those of us who work, um, I can I can be talking to someone. And they're apparently checking or monitoring their Facebook account because it's it's on the uh, on their most most everybody has it on their phone. And I decided, and I used to I used to have it on my phone, but decided uh, to just do without without it for a while. I I recently asked Brandon about two days ago to put it on because I wanted to ponder about doing the the live videos. Have not touched it yet as far as trying to figure that out. But I wonder if, or I won't wonder. I'm, I'm going to say this. I, I believe that much of what we have incorporated into our lives as far as uh, technology, social media, and things like that, even down to what we are paying for these phones um, and other technology like cable, uh, you know, internet. I, I can kind of see internet because kids have to do work. We have to do this, but we survived back in the day. We went to the library. I mean, hey, we just we just did what we had to had to do. But I feel like we're so distracted into this world or, or of this world until we rarely have time to 
meditate, to pray, and if that's not your thing, just to just to silence your mind enough to where you hear your own thoughts. You hear what's going on in your life to a point where you have you're, you're driven to address those things. I don't feel that there is enough time in our day for us to get to a place especially a spiritual place to where we are conscious, aware of who we are, uh, whose we are, what's going on in our lives, um, what are things that we need to attend to, and and those things we need to get rid of. So I I guess I just, I, I would like for people out of that to just monitor, ask yourself the question, how attached Am I, and what are, what are the effects of that attachment? Because again, I think the noise in our head is so loud and so frequent until even sleeping is almost impossible now. I mean, you you can get. I think about the people who do have um, Facebook on their phone. I can I can remember when I did have mine on there, and if you have your notifications on which I don't this time, all through the night you're hearing the ding, 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 ding. So you're not really, really resting. So anytime someone posts something that you're connected with, and so I I want you to be mindful. Being conscious meaning be mindful or being mindful of what is distracting you from being conscious, what things and what people. Because all conscious is is just being having a form of mindfulness about your again your reality, not only your reality but your perception of your reality in your life is knowing who you are and not not being willing to be moved from that place like have so not by not by this world and not by things of this world, but being okay with who you are, being okay with making decisions based on who you are. And your goals, where do you want to be, is dealing with the past, the present, and not being afraid of the future because you are in tune with your past. You're in tune with your present. You're not lying to yourself or people. And I think a lot of the things that go on on, on these social sites are mostly lies. Like it, it's who you wish you were. Or who you're going to be, I guess, in a sense. So one one way of being conscious is eliminating distractions. And I'm not saying that, that we cannot or should not be on these things, but there come, there's a time and a place where you have responsibilities. Like what I said for tonight with the show, of course, there's a lot, there's a lot of things that he and I both could be doing. There's, I mean, I'm probably going to be up another two hours after the show taking care of some things that I need to take care of. Um, but I have to do that in order to get where I want to get. And so, I, I, again, as I said earlier, I realize in doing this that there's some areas in my life that I need to show up in. I need to show up and be present. Like you know, if you if you're in your school in your class and you never show up, what 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 do you expect? What grade? Or if someone knocks you unconscious, I mean, what are you gonna do while you're unconscious? How how productive are you going to be, or will you be in your life? 
So it's just about waking up, showing up in your life, giving God something to work with. I think we just want God to wave his spiritual wand and and make everything as it is to be. But what will you do, would you do, if if he did that and you got to that place? What would you do? Would you be on Facebook? Would you be on Twitter? Would you send a Snapchat? I forgot about Snapchat, I think. Would you send a Snapchat? Hey, God just wave this magic swan on me instead of embracing that moment and living it. So, again, if it, this is really a simple topic, uh, or I guess I say a simple solution, but I don't feel like we we are there to even receive and notice the simple solution because it's just turning your life, just stop doing one thing and doing another. But we've gotten so comfortable even in our bad habits and sowing our, our um, I guess, uh, rotted seeds, we've gotten so comfortable in this life as it is until there's not much for us to give it anymore. So it's giving us. It's leading us. It's telling you who you are. It's telling you when to do this, when to do that, how to do this, how to do that. And I, I just think that's people of the lie and drifters. Like we're just drifting through life, waiting on the next thing, rather than being proactive and creating the next thing, or at least creating a self, a person, an individual, creating your true self so that when that next thing appears, you're able to deal with it. You have the sources, you have the information to deal with it. So it's being proactive rather than reacting to life. Because if, again, if you if you have if you have a reaction to medication, however good it is for you, then it's not good for you. If it's if they say this medication is going to to heal your 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 wounds or whatever your sickness but you have a reaction to it that doesn't work for you and your body. It might work for someone else. So we can't dance to everyone's music. We can't dance to this world. We can't just be accepting of everything in and of this world, especially if we're claiming that we are different. Rodney? Tammy, I am here. Uh, So... While you're talking about distractions, um, I want to bring up something um, to everyone, and that is Luke, the eighth, eighth chapter, and starting with the fifth verse. And it says, a sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and it was trodden down, and the fowls of the air devoured it. And some fell upon a rock, and as soon as it was sprung up, it withered away because it lacked moisture. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it and choked it. And others fell on good ground and sprang up and bare fruit and hundredfold. And when he had said these things, he cried, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. And his disciples asked him, saying, what might this parable be? Because they knew that there was a story behind this. They knew that there was meaning to what he was saying. And it goes, 
right along with what you were just saying, Tammy, about distractions, about things getting our way, about the things that are around us. And in verse 10, he said, Unto you it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but to others in parables, that seeing they might not see and hearing they might not understand. Now the parable is this. And here's the part that we all have to catch. The seed that he was talking about in the earlier verses, the seed is the word of God. Those by the wayside are they that hear, so they hear the word of God. When he talks about the people by the wayside, those are the people who hear the word of God, and then comes the devil and taketh away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. So earlier when he talked about the people by the wayside, because if you remember in verse 5, it says, Some fell by the wayside, and it was trodden down, and the fowls of the air devoured it. So what he's saying in verse 12, you have some people who hear the word of God, and then the devil comes, and takes the word right out of their hearts. And then in verse 13 he says, They on the rock are they which, when they hear the word of God, they receive the the word with joy, and these have no root, which for a while they believe, and in time of temptation they fall away. So then you have a second group of people. So, You have the first group that hears it, and then the devil steals it right out of their hearts, takes it right from them. But then you have another group of people that they don't necessarily just hear it, but they receive it too and receive it with joy. They're happy when they get the word. However, there's no root there. There's nothing there that's going to keep that word. So, just like a tree, just like a plant with no roots, oh, it'll live for a while, but eventually it's going to die. And it's the same thing as what he's saying in the scripture. The people on the rock, oh, yeah, they, they not only hear it like the first group, they receive it too with joy and happiness. But because there's nothing planted there to keep that word of God there, They believe for a while, but just like trees and plants with no roots, it says, and in time of temptation, fall away. Why? Because just like trees and plants, when the root is is not there or no longer there or has been pulled up, it might last for a while, but it's going to eventually die. My best friend grew up in the country, and he said he watched his grandparents cut chickens' heads off. And he said, the chickens didn't die right away. And that's where the expression, running around like a chicken with his head cut off, comes from. Because he just watched the chickens run run around after their head had been chopped off. However, the whole time, the chicken is bleeding to death. The blood is just running out. So the chickens would last for a little while, but eventually... They die. 
And then there's a third group of people. Says, and that which fell among thorns are they which, when they have heard, so they had the same as the first group, go forth. So they heard it like the first group, heard it and received it like the second group. But then the third part comes in, it says, and are choked with cares and riches and pleasures of this life and bring no fruit to perfection. So when it talks about the thorns growing up with it, yeah, they heard the word of God. They received it. They went forth. But somehow the cares and the riches and the pleasures of of this world prevented them from doing anything with it. And then the last one says, but that on the good ground are they which in an honest and good heart, having heard the word, keep it and bring forth fruit with patience. No man, when he has lighted a candle, covereth it with a vessel or putteth it under a bed. Nobody does that. But he setteth it on a candlestick that they which enter in may see the light. We get so caught up in this world, Tammy, that we forget the important things. We forget the things that are going to keep us because we get so caught up in things that don't matter. We want to be associated with people who are irrelevant. We think that they're popular. We think they got it going on, but they're irrelevant. They're irrelevant. But the devil tricks us. He makes us see things that are not there. And he blinds us from the reality of what is there. And then we can't figure out why we're stuck in a certain spot and can't go anywhere. But we're oblivious. We're confused. We've been tricked. And then it's why, Lord? Why me, Lord? Or it's the boss. Or It's a family member. Or we're blaming our friends. Or it's the haters. No. It's you. It's you. It's us. It's me. We get in our own way more than anybody else. Because we allow ourselves to be distracted from things that don't matter one way or another. They don't matter. My brother, one of my brothers, when we were growing up, Tammy, he had to fit in. Had to fit in. 
he had to have all the name brand stuff. He had to be the coolest guy around. And it wasn't enough for him to just have it. Everybody had to know he had it. So he did things, and then he did them to be seen. And then he bragged about it. That brother also made me feel bad because I was not that way. Same guy. Made me feel bad. Or, no, he didn't make me feel bad. He tried. He never succeeded. (laughs) Because I kept doing what I was doing. No, I will not get up at 5 o'clock in the morning to go stand outside of a store waiting for some shoes and then have to pay $200 for the shoes. I refuse. There's nothing you can say that would motivate me to make me go and do that. I went to the store yesterday. I wanted to buy something with the giants up there. The hats were $20. I'm not paying $20 for no hat. The jersey was more $35. i am not paying $135 for that shirt. Maybe one day, but not today. No, I'm not, I'm not spending money foolishly to go and impress people. Why? Because I was going to watch a game with people from who were rooting for the other team. No, I'm not doing that. So I didn't. But that same brother is sitting in prison today because of distractions, because he didn't recognize the talents he had within him that would have eventually got him to a great place in life where he could have had a life far better than what he ever had doing the wrong thing. But he was distracted. And he was one that was always in church. We both were. But see, he got the word. He heard it. He received it, but it came up with the thorns, and the cares of this world took the word right from him. It no longer mattered to him. And here I am, the one that fits the last scripture that, hey, I may not always do the right thing, but my heart is always in the right place. It always is. Now, I can't promise you (laughs) that my actions or my words don't always be the right thing, but my heart is always in the right place. So for all the times that he was paying $200 for a pair of shoes and I was paying $30 and $40, guess who's happy today? Guess who wants to be where I am today, where He was trying to make me want to be where he was when we were teenagers or in our early 20s. Now, he'd give anything 
to have my simple life today. Oh, he traded all the Jordans in the world. He traded in every pair of $500 jeans, $1,000 jeans he's ever bought in his life. Just to have his freedom. But it's too late now. And I hope that our audience gets that. You don't want to get to a place where reality finds you. You want to accept your reality for what it is. Accept it. Be honest with yourself. Say, okay, this is who I am right now. This is what I need to work on. This is who I want to be. This is how I'm going to get there. This is what I need to focus on. This doesn't matter. This this should not interfere with my happiness. Evaluate yourself. Evaluate your life. Become a self-reflective person. Because if you do that, you'll always overcome your challenges. You'll defeat them. You'll overcome your obstacles. You'll realize that your struggles are smaller than your successes if you confront your reality. I knew that I came from a family that wasn't close. I came from a family with very little education, came from a family where people got in trouble, came from a family that didn't have any money. There were 16 of us living in a two-bedroom, one-bathroom duplex. I knew knew these things. I accepted it. I knew I had a horrible relationship with my mother. I knew I didn't have the best relationship with my dad. But I acknowledged these things. And I always said, I got to do something to make sure that I have a better life than they did and that I can present a better life to my kids and my grandkids than they did. And it wasn't that they were bad people. It was just their struggle, and they wanted better for me. But I didn't wait or deny what I was up against. I embraced it. I accepted it. And so even though I don't make a whole lot of money, I embrace that too. I have something that people can't take away from me, and that is peace. People can't take that from me. 
I can't stand not getting enough sleep or not getting enough rest, Tammy. But one thing I always look forward to, no matter what time it is, I look forward to laying my head down at night. I can know that I'm not getting into bed until 12 and got to get right back up at 5.30. Guess what? It don't bother me. There's just something about a peace, something about being able to just lay down and not have to worry about anything. Can't nobody take that away from me. I didn't need. You know, Go ahead, Tammy. You, you know, Ronnie, being 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 conscious in life promotes that peace. I mean, with with even spiritual, spiritually, mentally, and physically. I think once we show up, and and the, one of the greatest things I think I heard you say in all of that was that you didn't you didn't run from whatever. You embraced it. And I think the biggest, I can't remember the, the guy who who spoke this, who I heard say this, um, he said the greatest tragedy is to pretend that tragedy did not happen or has not happened in your life. And so often we avoid those things that hurt us, hurt us and challenge us, or we don't face off with the people or the things that, has, has that we feel has caused that tragedy that has left something within us that is keeping us. Um, I won't say it is keeping, but the, the the choice to not deal with it keeps us from moving past it, moving forward from it because we have not accepted it. We've not accepted our, our true self. So I think again. The greatest tragedy is to pretend that there is no tragedy. And if you pretend there's no tragedy, then you're also pretending that there's no pain inside of you from that tragedy. And so, again, like I said, I'm telling you guys, as I sat last week and, and, and some today, I didn't do a whole lot last week, but most of it today, um, there was so much revelation for myself to where, hey, there's some areas you really got to show up in your life. You just really have to show up. I told my friend today, I was like, I only feel like getting, talking about this tonight. I need to be doing. I need to really be doing. But but being conscious, um, there's seven things that I want to read. And you guys, if you've not heard of, there's this book called um, Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. Very interesting read and write because it was actually written many, 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 many years before it was published. Actually, Napoleon Hill was already deceased, and his wife, I believe, was already deceased before it was published. And this is really because of some of the things that were that is in it. His wife felt as if um, they would, as if they would be kind of shunned if if this was produced. Uh, and this is ways to attain spiritual. Um, and mental and physical freedom. It's definite of purpose. You have to kind of be definite about your purpose, God's will for your life, and be okay with whatever that is. If if you get joy out of uh, directing traffic, I remember the story I shared on here about the the guy when we were I was out of town for work and we went to pick up. Uh, this young girl of one of our clients, he ended up having to, she ended up having to pick up 
her daughter, and so we had to go along because we were riding with with her. But there was such gratitude and happiness in this, uh, I guess you call him traffic um, person, directing tra- director. He he was directing traffic as if he was, I mean, standing right beside the president, like assistant to the <laughs> director to the president. He was so happy in doing what he does. So one of them is definite of pur- definite of purpose, mastery over self. Now that one to me speaks volumes about what we're talking about tonight. It is also said that the person who is not master of himself can never be master of others. So the person, mm-hmm. and this is also in this same book, the person who is not master of himself can never be master of others. I think that's just a, a that's self control. Having self control of who knowing who you are and living from that, knowing what your goals are, what do you want? And it's never too late to ask yourself that question. I think some of us feel I'm so deep into my mess, I'm so deep into my pain, I'm so deep into my that who am I to start over? Who am I to think that peace that Rodney was talking about? happiness can be mine, that I can own that after all these years. I say one day, one day in the midst of peace is far, <laughs> is worth far, far more than many, many years of hell and no peace. So definite of, of purpose, mastery of over self, which is self-control, and another one, learning from adversity. Same thing Rodney said. He, he he learned from it. How and how often do we miss the opportunity? Like I said earlier, we'll push that button. I don't want to go through this. I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to own this pain. I don't want to deal with this. Well, that does nothing for your life. It it actually is opposite of what God tells us to do. Count it all joy, basically, when we're going through trials and tribulations. Count it all joy. Another one is in controlling controlling environmental influences, associations. We have control. We should have control over the people that are around us, who we associate with. We really need to stop being so gullible and trusting. Trust should be earned over time by someone doing doing things consistently, doing doing those things, the person that they're trying to prove to you that they are. It should show up in their actions. How often has somebody showed you who they really, really are, but you just give them, you, you give them a free pass, then you give them another free pass, and then you give them a lifelong free pass. Like you could do whatever you want to do to me, say whatever you want to say. I am so guilty of that. I used to be. I'm so learning. So another one is time, giving um Permanency to positive, positive rather than negative thought habits and developing wisdom. Can't say enough about wisdom um, in, in all that we do. Can't say enough about getting the wisdom that we need, especially in our spiritual life. So another one, harmony, and this is acting with definite of purpose to become the dominating influence in your own mental, spiritual, and physical environment environment. So it's basically acting upon the wisdom that you've learned, the self-control, the 
for the purpose and from the challenges or the adversities that you have experienced. And running from them, again, would not allow you to do this. And the last one is caution, thinking through your plan before you act. Boy, what would life be like if we thought before we act or thought before we said? How often? But we're so distracted. So our lips just run. We just run with it. We say things before we even think about it or know what we said. The Bible speaks of that. It really talks about the less we say. And without that wisdom, we probably shouldn't say anything. Because wisdom not only tells you what to say, when to say it, and if, if it needs to be said. This is what being conscious in your life means. Owning your life. Not allowing your job to own you, your children, your spouse, your people, your people in your life. You have to show up and tell people, this, this is my world. I'm walking in my purpose. And I have passion for that purpose that I'm walking in. That I have tapped into the spirit of God and I do it daily and I, I'm seeking that knowledge. I'm seeking wisdom, knowledge, and then an understanding of it all so that I can live from that place, can live from it. And again, I tell you guys, this is not just for you, not just for you. Things that I got to get rid of, there are definitely some people that I have to get rid of, like permanently, like you got to go, <laughs> just permanently, and that's okay. <laughs> I had to say that. I mean, really, and it's it is okay. And if and if, to be honest, I started this back in June. Like, I blocked so many people back in June, and they're still blocked. And I think it's like whenever you whenever you do that, and I say blocked, like they cannot call or text me. And if they write a letter, I'm gonna say. No moods or something. I don't know. And when you do that, it's like the energy, the world responds to that, and these people start calling you more. Or they start trying to reach you more. Like they have other people call to see where you are. Like you were blocked. Why would you do that? That means I don't want to talk. But when I did that, things started to surface in my life, become more clear, like, of the things that I need to address for Tammy. Like my friend told me, I had a friend say that, um, and this is not all directed to just men, but she said he was my medicine for as long as I was sick. And he could be, mm. it, it was my medicine for as long as I was sick. Or she, make, make, replace that word with whatever. But as long as you are sick, the world is going to be your medicine. People are going to be your medicine. Things will be your medicine. Like Rodney said, his brother, he had to have the shoes. Well, it wasn't about the shoes. It was how the shoes made him feel and how it made him look to others. While he's dying inside, he's sick inside, and he needs that. That's his medicine. So that's what this is about. Right now, have we checked the phone line? Yep. I just checked it. We all good. Okay. But um, there's something else. Um, I had. I was able to get my computer up. I just forced it off. I guess I should have did that earlier. 
and it came back on um, with no problem. There was something else a friend shared with me today that, okay, here it is. This is, this is so you, right? And I actually thought about you when she said it. Um, it's so easy to operate from a low emotional level but give high-level advice. That is so deep. Like <laughs> it is so easy to operate from a low emotional level, but give high level advice. You get that? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm with you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you might need to say it one more time. Okay. It is, so, and this is about people, like it's so easy for us to operate from a low emotional level. Like we're operating from such an, low, such an emotional uh, low level, but we people, me sometimes included, give high level advice. So we're not seeking wise counsel because the people we're seeking counsel from are operating from often lower emotional faith than we are ourselves. So we have to also be mindful of who we're seeking advice from, who we are speaking to about our life, if we are at all, if we are really being honest about what's going on and how we're feeling. Who are we telling? Who are we talking to? And who are we seeking that advice from? And if it's people who are as as emotionally low, not not saying that people can't, someone can't give you something, give you a word, but it needs to be someone who's also trying to elevate. Mm. Uh, absolutely, ma'am. I just got a text. You put. I'm sorry, we didn't say this, but you pushed the number one to. Ask a question or make a comment. We'd love to hear from you, ma'am. <laughs> I just got a text, you guys. I'm sorry. But, yes, you push the number one. If you have a question or if you just want to make a comment tonight, we'd be glad to have you. So you just push the number one. We'll pull you in by giving the area code that you're calling from and the last four digits of the number that you're calling from. Rodney, can you take that one? Can you pull it in? Yep. There are two okay. of them, so I'm going to pull those in now. Uh, the first one is area code 504, last four digits are 7037. Caller, you are on the air. What's going on? What's going on, beautiful people? My hey, man, hey, hey. down in the Big Easy, what's happening? I'm texting you. I'm trying to figure out, can I get in on this conversation? What's going on? Hey, man, it's all good in this neighborhood. What you got, bro? What you got for the people, brother? Okay. I can't call him, and I can't call him my spouse. Actually, 15 minutes ago, Tammy uh, spoke of uh, how you actually said that you don't want to get to a point where reality finds you. I want to, to elaborate on that, if, if I may. Absolutely. Go right ahead. Please do. <laughs> in, mo- in most cases, then, we talk about reality finding us. But we're, we're normally in a dark place. Um, and I'll, I'll say that's uh, 85% of the people on the planet. We're normally in a dark place when reality finds us. And, you know, we'll pretend and we'll see the red flags when, when they're there, but we won't agree to them. And sometimes we won't admit to them. And even when 
when people put the red flags in our faces, we still won't agree to them. So I totally agree. When reality finds you, you know, are you in a better place within? That's the better question. When reality finds you, are you in a better place within? Because if you're not, you're going to continue to play games with yourself. And, I agree, yeah. Trey. And I think gonna... when reality finds you, you're gonna if you're not in that place, you're going to you're gonna avoid that reality. And and it's gonna hit mm-hmm. you again and it's it's gonna come again. I believe that reality continues to come. Um, I think the way we said that tonight is we are constantly in battle with the life that we were created to have. We 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 formed this this uh identity based on the world and what the world tells us. Did, did Rodney say that? Rodney said that? No, I said earlier, earlier I said that we're constantly in battle with who we were really mm-hmm. created to be. And I the totally reason agree. I say that because we, we, we were created for purpose, for a purpose. We all were, but yeah. we've allowed the world to tell us we're supposed to be, we, we want to be this so that we can satisfy the world or we want to look like we're this so that we can satisfy the yeah. world. We want that that instant gratification, and we want it from the world, and we Absolutely. want it right and that's now. Where, and that's where the struggle is. We, we're so worried about uh, imperfections and, and our imperfections. We focus on the imperfections instead of understanding that we're imperfect people living in the perfect body. Again, we're imperfect people living in the perfect body. Everything that God did was perfect. So we're constantly looking for the imperfections to where when those lights power off, our truth comes on and we can't deal with it. So when the lights power off, that's the perfect being coming out. That's when you could actually see God. That's when that you could actually speak to God through meditation and all this other stuff. People don't Trent, get it. You just, they truly don't get it. Trent, you just brought up something that uh, that that came across when I was uh prepared for the show, but I wanna I wanna bring in our, our other call and then I'm gonna come back to what you just said. Um okay. but I do want to say this about reality finding you. I'm going to compare it to things that we we may or may not associate with. Uh for those of you who watch sports, think of it this way. Sometimes you find yourself Let's say you're playing sports. You find yourself in a competition, a team that might be better than you, a team or an opponent, could be just an individual if you're boxing or something, but you find yourself against someone who might be stronger than you, might be faster than you, they might be more talented than you. If you immediately accept, hey, the other team has an advantage in this area, guess what you're going to do? You are going to prepare for the advantage they have. However, if you look at the fact that, hey, they're bigger than me, and you think in your prideful mind, guess what? I know I'm the answer. I know I'm still good. You're going to go out there and get your butt beat. 
Or if you say, hey, they're stronger than me, but whatever, like, I'm good. Like, like if you look at it and you don't accept the reality of, hey, they're more talented, hey, they're bigger, hey, they're, they're faster, you're going to get worn out. However, go ahead, Trey. Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Absolutely. You're not speaking of the G-Man in Pittsburgh from last night, are you? No, 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 no. The job got their butt beat, but but my whole point is, if you accept if you accept reality, instead of a lot instead of allowing it to find you, then you are able to prepare to defeat whatever it is that's in front of you or that's plaguing you, that's that's wearing you down. However, if you don't accept it, it's going to find you. And so in sports, in competition, eventually when it shows up that, hey, this team is more talented or they're bigger or they're faster, usually when reality hits you, there is nothing you can do because there are usually signs that you are at a disadvantage. We're going to take our caller, and we're going to come back to a couple of things. Yeah, I just saw that. So we're going to go ahead and bring them in. We're going to take our caller from 901. Last four digits are 4276. Caller, you are on the air. Well, good evening. I was just listening to you all, and um, I have a a few comments um, as far as the uh, reality thing and how some people live in their reality and just because that's their reality doesn't mean it should be someone else's reality. Their reality is their own. And until they have the peace of God, they will never get their reality. And that comes with fasting and praying and really reevaluating your life. But you have to get to that point. And until a person gets to that point, their reality is just that, their reality. Okay? So once you get the peace of God in your life, everything else seems like you've got to, you know, reevaluate, think some things over. Like, I can't believe I was doing this when I should have been doing this. But until the reality sets in with the peace of God, then that reality that they previously had is their reality. That's how they live in that reality at that moment. And until you have the peace of God in you where you reevaluate your life, then that's when reality really sets in. And you have to kind of like meet people where they are in their reality so they can understand what what their reality is should have been or could have been or should be and will be. So I was basically just listening to to to, to everyone and their uh, uh, um, responses to to the reality part. And I really think um, it's up to the person to basically say, okay, what I'm doing is not working. Maybe I should try something else. Make you guys, sense? I have to tell you guys, my I have to say it. She's probably going to get me afterwards, but this is my friend. She's been my friend since 
the longest ever. We met in <laughs> seventh grade, so she gets all that knowledge from me. I'm, am I the, no, you're uh, the oldest? I get that from you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm the oldest. Thank you. <laughs> By a little bit. Well, you guys, this is the first person I met when my mom dragged me to Tennessee. She's the first person that came up to me, and um, I was this young, fragile, frightened person who had just lost her grandmother, lost her world, and had to move here. And she walked up to me, and, and we've been friends ever since. We we would change houses every weekend. I would be at her house, and she would be at mine. So um, I just want to tell y'all that, and she is she's just so dear to me, has just been there, like, forever and a day. So I just wanted to get that out first and then say, <laughs> I get it from you since you're the oldest, but I think you're exactly why, especially with like people and their reality. Um, and I'm going to go back to something that Trent said as well, but with, and, and meeting people where they are, the day that we, and the peace of God, the day that we start to, and, and without uh, meet people with where they are, but not allowing wherever they are to remain, to be an excuse, so to speak. Because my reality is my reality. And in my eyes, it is true for for such a time maybe. And sometimes we know that we're living a false reality as well. So it just depends on the person. But the day that we began to seek to understand first rather than, than be understood the world will be better. And by understanding, you got to look at what has this person been through? What is their paradigm? What kind of lens do they see the, see the world through? It could have been someone who was abused, who now does something else. I was talking to a guy yesterday who says, I have separation anxiety. I feel like when the people I love are not around me, um, I'm going to lose them or something's going to happen. And it comes from some things that has happened in life. And so once we begin Mm -hmm. to try to understand, try to understand the person, the life of that person. And now where are we? What has this, it's kind of like what we said about the tragedy, Rodney. Um, The the greatest tragedy is, is the pretending that the tragedy did not happen. But we do that. But we oftentimes, also, we don't, we're not honest with people about that tragedy, about our reality. We lie and about our reality. And sometimes we're not honest with ourselves about right. the tragedy, which right. becomes a tragedy in your right. life. Right. And so like Trent said, with the, 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 we're, we're imperfect. However you said, I want to misquote you, Trent, but with, with life, because we see ourselves so messed up, we reject true love, we reject kindness, we reject so many things in life that God has sent us. Like, we reject it because it frightens the hell out of us because we think we're so undeserving. We've messed up so much. We've gotten to a place in life that how can this be? How can I change all of this? Is my mic still open? I'm not sure. Your mic's still open. Yeah. It's still open. Yeah. The the whole point to that was, and and I don't mean to step on your comments there, Tammy, but the whole point there is um, I truly believe that we're in in an imperfect world within a perfect body. 
Like we, we're perfect people within our bodies. Everything that God created but was perfect. If you perfect. don't know, but but if you don't know that you have this perfect body, yeah, I mean, if you're not aware of it, it, if you're not aware of it, it means nothing to you. If you're not aware most of, of it, most of us are it, not. When you guys agree that most of us have not come to, I think that's what you mean by the peace of God. When you just have peace that God. Um, God created me for for this because He said we are made. Rodney, that's your scripture. We're made perfect, however it goes. But but because life has, we've allowed life and people from the time that we're born. Someone is telling us, "Do this, don't do this. You're this, you're not this. You can't do this." We're not able to. We're not allowed to evolve. We're not allowed to. So we get this messed up perception of ourselves. And how yeah, can I, I we totally, think even that we're worthy of the hot? I totally agree with that. And that's where we come mm-hmm. into, we're talking about dealing with superficial lives. A lot of people mm-hmm. won't, won't, won't admit to this. And I'm talking about, like, you know, people with six figures. They're living superficial lives. I know exactly. a few of them. You know what I'm saying? Like these most people, of them are, Don't you agree? Most of them are. I think most of them yeah. are. Exactly. Not just not just the six figures, but the people that even just, you know, living day to day. Superficial lives are what they're being sold. What they're actually being sold and, and, and what they're actually consuming on a day to day basis. All this Black Friday stuff and all that stuff and fighting for these gifts, that's superficial living. Your happiness should not come within a gift. Mm-hmm. I find true yeah. happiness when I find if myself. If you're cultural culture or if your surrounding is that, that's all you know. And and until you know better, you don't know to do better. That's why you that's how, that's why you listen to shows like the Beautiful Butterfly Show or Rodney Jordan and Tammy Gordon. <laughs> so you can actually know better. That's just keep it around. <laughs> this is Rodney, I'm gonna jump back in here and, and I'll and I'll say this. I think that there is no excuse once you reach once you reach a certain part in your life there is no excuse for not knowing any better because we all have an opportunity at some point now the flip mm-hmm. side is what I, what we all just heard and that is hey if you grow up a certain way that 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 might be all you know However, we have to be willing to unlearn, if that's a word, but, hey, they talked about it when I was in grad school, but you have to be willing to unlearn. You have to be willing to unlearn things that may have been taught to you by grandma, by mom, by dad, by a teacher. You have to be willing to be open-minded because not everything that you are taught is going to be right or is going to be right for you or is going to be right in every single situation. It's just not possible. But you have to so, also, you have to also understand. Is this Rodney speaking? Is this Rodney? Yeah, that's Rodney. Okay, Rodney. You have to also understand if it never presents itself, where you have that opportunity to learn more, even though there's a lot of different uh, venues or different, uh, a lot of different areas that you can, you can go to try, to try to get this information, 
But if you do not know to go and look for it or search for it, then it's like it doesn't exist. But you have to be willing to do it, and there's research to do. But not everybody. I'm not. You don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to um, uh, say that uh, you didn't have the opportunity because everybody has the opportunity. But if you don't know how to search for things, then you can't search for things because you don't know how to search for things. Now, true enough, some of us know how to go out and look for stuff. Just like to go out and look for the best bargains or whatever, whatever, you have to want to go and do it. But if they don't know to go that route, they won't go that route. They will need someone to guide them that route. I have a question. What do you do when what 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 do you do when you're because I also feel that every person has had someone show up in their life, like even that person that you're speaking about has had someone show or something show up in life, in their life, to say, hey, you need to do something different here. I'm knocking. It's like going back to what I said earlier, that that life, we're, we're in constant battle with that perfect life that God, um, and, I, and I use, you know, I'm going to use the word perfect for the sake of what we talked about earlier. We're in battle with that life, with that person, because we have we have kind of rejected it based on like what Mama said, Daddy said, what happened to us, and, and so forth. Um, Tamma just like the headbanger that we talked about. This was this little boy's reality. This is how he coped right. with seeing his mom. This is real life stuff. Like this is how he coped with seeing his mom be beat by a man. He would get in between the bed and bang his head to the point he bleeds. Now, right. I can only so imagine no where ever. this young man is now. I can only imagine exactly. where he is so getting nobody. nobody. Ever, right. So if nobody, no one ever comes in his life and say, hey, there's a different way that you can, you can vent this, Deal with this anger or this frustration, then this is all he knows. It's to be the head banker. That's all he knows. Yeah. And until yeah. someone this steps is where, in. Yeah, this, is where, this is where I find that um, when we talk about purpose and we talk about life, we talk about individuals and, and, and their different lifestyles, um, everyone has a purpose when we come to this place. But it's up to that individual to actually catch that light when God sends it. So a lot of people miss their mark. A lot of people miss their mark because of certain situations in life. But the majority of them really actually reach their mark. Someone actually says something to actually strike that match and ignite that fire from within. So it's totally up to the individual to actually catch it. It's totally up to the individual because each and every individual has a purpose on this side of life. But you know what, you so, guys, change I, is I, so I hard. I hear you, Rodney. I really hear you. That was, uh, but I'm that gonna, was I'm, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I'm almost 50 years old. And right today, I know that there's a purpose for my life. Mm-hmm. And I've had a lot of people to come at me and to say certain things to me. But unless... God is also saying those same things to me. I can't accept it. So right today, Rodney, as an almost 50-year-old woman, I have no idea what my purpose is in this life. 
so so here's the thing though who's to say that who's to say that God wasn't speaking in the first place I mean because sometimes you know God can't deal through a chaotic mind so you have to get somewhere and actually sit still and and, oh, no, and, no, and no. rest yourself no no, no. Let, let's not let's not mistake this thing let's not mistake this I'm, I'm very okay. in tune okay. I'm very in tune with God and how he speaks to me okay and if someone is saying something to me that isn't in line with what he's saying to me, I can't accept what they're saying and saying, okay, yeah, this is my purpose. This is what I'm going to be doing. But until the Lord exactly. speaks to me and says to me, this is what you should be doing, see, he said he has not said that to me yet. So, so which means that I your time I hasn't come. I guess I still got a little more while to be here to find yeah. out exactly what I'm supposed exactly. to be doing. But it's a lot of it's a lot of areas that a lot of people said I should be working in or things I should be doing. But if the Lord has not spoke that same thing to me, I'm not going to do it just because you I totally want get me it. To do it. I, yeah. I totally I totally get that, and I I truly believe in that. And you could be you could be fifty sixty years old, and your purpose in life could truly be at this moment speaking to me and changing my life. That could be your purpose in life. That's how God works. Exactly. That's how he works. Yeah, that that is true. That so, is yeah, how get he it. works. So, yeah. So it doesn't matter if, if you don't catch it if you don't catch it at twenty one. I mean, you speaking into Trent's life at forty six. She was like, Well damn, she didn't move me in my life to where I could actually move a thousand people. That's what her purpose was. It wasn't in and in, in, in what you were doing in your life and to me. Had me moving a thousand people here. That's what a purpose is. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it gets so caught up in personal purposes. I know that mm-hmm. I don't. The, the personal purpose for me, it's it's not a personal purpose. I'm here to actually move people. Because some of the stuff that I talk about, I don't even write about. It just comes off the dome. A lot of people yeah. need to understand that. Sometimes your purpose is not your purpose. It's for someone else. Ryan, you're quiet in there. Get in. You got me thinking now. Right? I mean, you got me thinking now. <laughs> so, I've been so, doing my purpose so, all the time, but you didn't realize I'm Tammy, Tammy, you should, Tammy, you should know by now. I am a great listener, so listener, I want to. I know, <laughs> but I know we cut you off a few times, so yeah, I know. But I know no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Those who are having such a great conversation, but I, I do want to say. That was uh, that was Trent Williams, <laughs> but, but I appreciate I appreciate made you Hey, hey, Trent, Trent, I, I do appreciate hey, man, how, you're my brother. I love how so similar. Nobody can tell us apart. I do appreciate that, brother. Hey, man, I love I love I love this brother. I love this brother to life because. You know, I mean, I, I come. I'll text him and say, I just want to come in for a few seconds. Or oh, when he, you know, he supports my show and comes in. So I love the brother of the life, man. I mean, and he allows me to say what I want to say, and it's appreciated. I love you too, Tammy. So you, you know that. <laughs> so, so here, so here's my comment. Here's my comment on this uh, on this whole thing. Number one, ignorance is not a free pass from judgment or punishment. Just because you don't know something does not excuse you 
from whatever consequences are coming from it. For example, I know the laws in Virginia. They might be different than the laws in New York. Guess what? If I break the law in New York, I have to suffer the consequences of face the punishment. So when we talk about what we know versus what we don't know or who raised us or who taught us or, you know, just, well, I didn't know. doesn't matter. It is your responsibility as a human being, and this is something that you are taught at some point early on. Maybe you're told, maybe you're taught, who knows, but you learn early on, it is your responsibility to find out things. Education is free, and it is your responsibility to get one. So you learn, hey, I have to know things. If I'm going somewhere, guess what? I need to know where I'm going. I need to know what the rules are. So even when it, even when it comes to our life, guess what? It is my responsibility to seek the truth. It is my responsibility to find out what it is that I need to know in order to be successful. There is no excuse. The other example I'm going to use is this. If I choose to lay down with a woman and she has an STD and I don't know, guess what? The fact that I don't know is not going to keep me from getting that STD. It's going to happen unless there's a miracle that takes place. It's going to happen. So the whole point is maybe someone hasn't told me to live my life a certain way. Maybe certain things weren't preaching me. I can tell you right now, in my household, when I was growing up, as long as I got at least a D, oh, I was good. That was the expectation in my house. I was fine. I could live with my mother the rest of my life, and it was all good. I could be living with my mom right now, and it would be all good. Why? Because that was the way things were when I came up. How did I learn differently? Somebody at some point said, uh, bro, you shouldn't do that. So my point is, yes, we all come up a certain way. We all do. However, at some point, whether it's right or wrong, better or worse, somebody is going to offer something else to you or a situation might offer something else to you. Whether you accept it or not is on you, but what you can't do is say, hey, I didn't know, hey, this is the only thing that I knew about. Because a lot of times that comes back to fear, and we know that fear does not come from God. So I'm going to say this, and I'm going to turn it back over to you guys. If 
you are too afraid to seek knowledge or to seek understanding or to seek a better life, you can't blame anybody but you. Because okay, maybe right. you have not been taught certain things, but you have been taught that there is more than one way. Now, if you're just stubborn and want to keep your own way, that's nobody's fault but yours. Yes, it's, it's, it's too many shows out here that, that's, that's going on like this, man. Uh, beautiful Butterfly Show, uh, Wiring 1328. Last time I checked, I mean, all this stuff and all these different uh, credit cards are swiped by those folks of those respective shows. So, it's, I mean, it's just totally, it's too much information for them not to get it. But it's see, there. Trent, here's what's research. happening. People people are not, again, we we really are running from, because let's just, let's just be real. Change is is difficult, and and by the time we get to a point where we start to realize and start to search, we start to feel discom- just uncomfortable in our own skin, uncomfortable in our own world, and in, in our in our funky habits in our life. And then by the time we start to realize that, like like Tammy Tamika saying, she is fifty years old and is in in a sense still trying to figure out, you know, or what is my purpose? What is my, what, what is, what is it? Here is, here's what I think we, where we are missing it. Um, me included. We have to get back to praying, meditating, asking God, as it says in, in Proverbs, pour your spirit on me and make your words known mm-hmm. to me. But what do we do when God, when we show up and we ask that? When we say that back to God, make your words, pour out your spirit on me and make your words known to me. Oh. What are we going to do with that knowledge? What are we going here, here we to go. do with it? Here's a golden nugget for the beautiful butterfly show. Here's a golden nugget for the beautiful We're gonna butterfly show. We're going to charge you in a minute for all that, those uh, commercials you've done. Now, you're not going to charge me because I'm getting ready to give this, I'm getting ready to give this for free. <laughs> so, uh, but I, I thought that I'd, I... I thought that I reached the epitome of my life as far as uh, going with the, the motivational speaking and the speaking in the Bahamas and, and to Jamaica and all across the country. I've spoken everywhere, even in Memphis, a couple of times. But I ran into a friend who was able to actually penetrate the, the inner sides of me and say, hey, Trent, you know, there's a little more digging that needs to be done. Her name was Tammy, a good friend of mine who I hate to talk to because she's always telling me about myself. But I had to actually go back in and deal with myself, even though I was actually coaching all these different people and making tons of money. But you know so what? Nobody's immune from this. You listen, know listen, no, nobody's immune from this. That's the whole point. No one's what? immune from this. No one's trans- immune from this. Hold on for just a second, because the higher it does – and that's that's really the way it should be because the higher I'm going to say this in two ways. I love this phrase: the higher the level, the higher the devil. Also, the higher you go, the higher you climb. So if you're motivating, if you're speaking, then there there are some people on another level that you are set to reach. So that means, guess what? You got to go another level. So our learning never ends. It never ends. We have to continue to to just to fill ourselves 
with all the knowledge. We have to be willing, as that word says, to know wisdom, to perceive understanding, and to to and Absolutely. to receive instructions of that wisdom. We have to be willing Absolutely. to do that so that we can be that to the people that God has set in our path. Exactly. So, no, Absolutely. Not just and, you, and you of all people know that the devil has been attacking me, so that means I'm doing something right which means I'm going to continue to keep going and continue to doing what I'm doing here because I'm doing it on a high level. So my whole thing, my whole point is to, to those folks that, you know, your listening audience, it's not about, you know, you chiming in and uh, Tammy's helping you and Rodney's helping you and the callers are helping you and whatnot. Motivators need motivating as well. So no one's perfect yet. You know, we're living in an imperfect world within a, imperfect, within a perfect body. Again, we live in an imperfect world within a perfect body. We're all trying to figure this out. I learn something from Rodney and Tammy all the time. That's why I'm tuned in. Yeah. But that's why we have to continue to have conversations. It's, it's, uh, Tammy and I were talking last week, and it's been so long since we sat and just really talked. Like there were things, although she's been my best friend for life, you guys, she just found out some things about me last week, and I had not shared. And she just sitting there looking at me like, why didn't you tell me? Why did you tell me? I could have told you, but I can't even really tell you why I didn't. But she should have been the first person I told. And so we have to start sharing more of our own story. And then, like she said, we meet people where they are. Okay, what do we do? How do we fix this? Without without judgment, we need those people. And, 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 and I'll tell you, when you get an understanding of yourself, you begin to understand others and you want to understand them. Again, we see the world not as it is, but as we are. We see people not as they are. Something, some, Trent, the reason I can see that in you, because not only did I wake something up in you, just, the, just our connection woke some things up in me. Like, oh, wait a minute. This topic tonight, that's the first, we started out tonight saying, don't think this is just for the, the audience, because, boy, did I learn some things about myself in studying for this topic that I need to wake the hell up on and stay Ladies away. and gentlemen, this is precedent. This is precedent. Um, Tammy and I never agree, but this is very precedent, so I'm going to mark this one down and write it down. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a funny. Trent, I mean, uh, Rodney, can you can you hit that button? Can you kick him out? I mean, <laughs> I'm not gonna be kicked off. <laughs> we we actually look we look. I'm about to kick everybody out. We got about 15 minutes before we uh wind up. <laughs> we got about 15 minutes before we wind up. So I'm about to kick everybody off tonight. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm actually glad that uh, Tamitha and, and Trent were able to uh, to tune in because I think that this has been a a very healthy um, discussion, and I think that the bottom line is I think it has to go back to the sh- uh, show description, Tammy, when we talk about perception and we talk about reality, and I think that we all have to figure out what works best for us and how it impacts other people and how it can make the society that we live in better. 
we have to learn how to take our strengths and function in a society that is forever changing and how we can take our weaknesses and say, you know what, I need help, and find somebody who is strong in the area where we're weak because I think until then we're going to continue to see the things that we are seeing. I think that's why we've seen uh, so much turmoil um, over the uh, over the past, I don't know, decade or just all over time period. And, and I brought this up before, and I'll bring it up again. I like what Jill Stein had to say um, a couple of weeks ago about us living in a post-racial society. And she said, you know what? Black people have been oppressed since the beginning of time. They've been oppressed for over 500 years. What do you mean post-racial society? We have never lived in a post-racial society. But there are people who are convinced that the Civil War ended slavery. There are people who are convinced that the Civil Rights Movement ended segregation. But those things are still here. Things are still somebody or somebody's Reality, whether we want to acknowledge them or not, we want to think that we've made so many advances because, oh, now we have LGBT or LGBTQ, whatever letters they have in there. Oh, yeah, we have equal rights. Or, hey, now, you know, every blue moon a cop is brought up on charges. They're still eventually let go, it seems. Oh, yeah, we, we, we've made it. We hear, you know, one good, feel-good story about education, and we think that something miraculous has happened, and little do we know for every great story or every feel-good story, there's a thousand other bad ones out there. And until we recognize that we are just one Part of the puzzle until we recognize that the change that we want to see really does start within us. And I don't mean us as black people or us as Christians, I mean us as just people. Whatever change you want to see, it starts within you. Tamaria and I were talking last week, and the conversation got real deep when we started talking about real change and real transformation. I said to Mary, how many people actually sold out to transformation or to change or justice and they actually lived? I mean, they sold out. How many of them actually lived? Jesus didn't. Martin Luther King didn't. Every time somebody, like, goes all out, some kind of way something happens. Now, granted, there have been people who have created change or made a big push, but very few people survived it when they sold out. So we we have a lot of people who will jump in front of a camera and say stuff, or jump on Twitter or Facebook. But when you talk about somebody actually dying to live, 
and actually saying, you know what, if not for me, I'm going to do this for everybody else. If not for me, I'm going to do this for this group over here. When people actually do that, because it is something that is just really unheard of, and I'm going to say that because there are a lot of people who who, who talk a good game, but when people Mm -hmm. actually make a commitment to evoke change, life is uneasy for them. We were watching a a special on uh, BET. I forgot what it was called last week. We were watching a special on BET, and the young lady in Baltimore the, uh, the prosecutor, can't think of her name, she talked about how when she wanted to bring charges on those officers in that Frederick Gray case, mm-hmm. oh, it was, life was ugly. Sent death threats to her, her family, husband, kids, everybody. Why? Because people don't want change. And so when you re- when people know that you're serious and they know that you're going to take whatever power you have and you have a little bit of power, they're like, oh, no, sir, we can't do this. Amen, brother. And so we don't have a lot of people who are really about transformation. We don't. And that's just the reality of it. We have a lot of good uh, commentators. We have a lot of good analysts. But we don't have enough people who will say, you know what? If it means my life. My life. If it means my life. This is what I stand for. Because, see... Putting your life out there ain't going to get you likes on Facebook. Putting your mm-hmm. life out there ain't going to get you a whole bunch of retweets. Not until you exactly. stop breathing. Not until and, and, and you become where, the next hashtag. And, and that's where we get it confused, man. I, I, have, I have a few seconds here to actually um, comment on some of the things that you uh, you said. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Trent. You good? Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to comment on a few things that you said. Uh, as you know, we, we have a situation here in New Orleans, and a lot of folks, you know, talk it and whatnot. This young NFL player was shot dead at an intersection here, and um, it was very troubling to me. And the conversation show on Friday turned into that, and I had no idea that it was going to go that way because Lisa had written the topic beforehand, but. The same thing that you're saying about folks being about it and not looking for retweets or likes or anything like that. In most cases, I can honestly say, I know from you and Tammy, you're not looking for a like or a retweet or anything like that. And neither are you guys looking like, you know, looking at me like that for that. I don't care if one person likes what I'm posting about a show or a topic that I'm writing. Because I'm going to actually go down that line and deal with it, whether people like it or not. I, I made some comments early in the week when this brother got killed. Unarmed brother got killed right here in New Orleans. 
on the suburbs of New Orleans. Facebook deleted my post, no matter how much money I've spent with these people. They deleted each and every one of those posts that I talked about this incident. But the moment I talk about something with some relationship stuff or writing some quotes like that, they let them go through. But anything talking about Joe, it was deleted. <laughs> and I spend money with these people, good money with these people. And this is one of the reasons why Anthony and I actually created a platform to to speak and do things that on our own because we're not into likes, just like Rodney was talking about it. We're not into likes. We don't – I could actually – I've had personal conversations with this brother for two, three hours on the phone talking about other stuff. You could attest to that, Rodney, because I was talking to you. Mm-hmm. We're not looking for the likes on the phones or we're not looking for the likes on social media. And, you know, these topics that Tammy write and all this other stuff, that's where we find ourselves, man. When we, we're not looking for this superficial lifestyle. Once we get to that point, we're good. But there are people that actually deliver these type of messages like tonight. I saw a post from Tammy that actually drew me in because I kind of forgot to actually click the going button on the event page. So when I saw a post from Tammy saying something that you said, I, I, I called in. This number is actually in my phone. I, I, it's not a number that I have to look up. That means business because I know they talk in business, period. That means business. I just wish a lot of people would get past that and understand that, you know, we mean business completely. When Tammy do these 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 uh these events, people go out. She has stuff that she could actually send out to folks. She's giving stuff for free to the folks that listen to the program on my end. She doesn't have to do that. That shit costs. But she giving for free. She's giving her life. Come on, man. I just need these people to actually just step up. And it's something that you just said, and I apologize for going on this rant, but these people need to step up. This stuff is not, you know, this is not for free. We're not playing just to hear our voices. Tammy didn't give that stuff away for free. And I still have to send you the names of those, you know, that the person that won Tammy, but she didn't give that up for free. She had to pay for that. This stuff is paid for. These broadcasts are paid for. These people need to listen up. Period. The stuff that you guys bring, man, is, is, is phenomenal. I chimed in tonight because I saw a quote that was phenomenal. Tammy quoted you. And I was like, damn, I forgot they were on tonight. I'm trying to watch a game. You know what I'm saying? But the real importance <laughs> is right it, here. The real importance is right here, right now. This is the real importance. We have to start feeding our spirit. Like we, 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 we. You can, you can walk, just go down your timeline and or somebody else's timeline and kind of figure out what their lifeline is like, if that's the word. You can figure out where their thoughts are, what they're thinking about. You, anything you post. Like we talked about, Steve Harvey talked about in, in, I believe it was just in a matter of an hour or two or whatever, he had four, I believe, four billion people that commented on his mistake, on his era in announcing Miss America. 
Where are those mm-hmm. four billion people when, like, what just happened in Louisiana? But we got, we yeah. have in New Orleans, we have to stop being pushed into action because as soon as someone stops pushing you, you stop. This has to be embedded in your heart. Trent, I've given yeah. away, and I'm sure everybody, Rodney has, you have, I've given away so many of those assessments, I can't even keep count anymore. Just give it away because. I want people to get an understanding of who they are and whose they are and live from that. Like your show on Friday, the legacy, we, keep, we, we focus on not you and your show, but the people in the world focus on the legacy, legacy being what they've earned. What can I leave you that I've obtained? But it's not about what you've earned. It's, what, it's about what you've learned. What knowledge can I teach you? What wisdom can I give you so now whatever I give you, whatever passes down to you, you have you also have what is in my heart, in my head, what I've learned so that you can produce more of it to give to your children, my grandchildren. That's what that legacy is to me. But we gotta be true mm-hmm. to ourselves to own that legacy, to to, to oh, be able to give it out. Did you listen to Oh yeah, I listened to the entire show. Uh-huh. I listened to the entire show. But it is about I was inside, what we learned. I was inside learned. of my pillows because I, I didn't hear anything from you. I was inside I my pillows. I'm going to let that go. Yeah, he, he was a crybaby. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I heard I you crying and everything. Oh, yeah, listen to yeah. I, text, I text Lisa and let her know that I was on. I was trying to get in, but Anthony took up most of the show, so I couldn't get in. But as, as, <laughs> we just got a few more minutes. So I want to, for those of you who are listening outside of uh, the phone call, you might want to go ahead and dial 818-691-7406. Again, 818-691-7406, because you may be cut off at, in about two minutes or so. Um, 818-691-7406. And I'm going to say my closing words now so that we can give everybody a chance to, to get their final words in. But for for each of us, we have, you have a responsibility, people. So first of all, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to not be so gullible in life. Not Because the stronger you are, the more you understand you, the less BS you're going to take from the world and from people. You're going to be real. You're going to be real with who you are, what you are, and how you feel about all of that. So you have, we have a responsibility to guard our hearts and our minds against anything, anybody. Any invasion, whether that be your thoughts, your memories, your mother, your dad, your sister, your children, we have a responsibility to guard our hearts and our minds so that we that we can do God's will, that we can operate, and we have to get back to living inside out. God gave us everything that we need, every every word, every energy. We're so busy looking outside, looking for other people, looking for the world looking for things to accommodate or to provide that peace. And it's not. I think Tamika said it, 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 without the peace of God, none of this makes sense. None of this lasts without fasting and praying. And Trent, I think you're on another level because you've taken it to another level. You are meditating. You are fasting. You are praying. You, You just have to do that. I think we have disconnected from our source because we don't do that. And I, mm-hmm. I'm going to end here. I can tell you guys, when you show up, as that word says, knock, seek, when you do that, 
the world changes. It's as if every time I get so deep into my praying and meditating and my reading my word, when that becomes my priority, it's as if God is just following me around, sending out little nuggets. I'm here. I can talk about something, and it, it resurfaces. I can think about something. I open my book. Today, my, my word was about being conscious. On this day, it's as if God changes things to accommodate where you are in seeking him, just so that you know your seeking is not in, in vain. But you got to show up. You got to read that word. You got to pray. Mm-hmm. You guys doing a show next week? In it. Mm-hmm. We're doing a show next week. Yeah, we, we're we're going to keep going. We, we were going to not be on, but... I have a big announcement next week. Can I can I come on for at least five minutes? I have a big announcement. Uh, if I say if we say no, you're still gonna do it. So why not? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Stop it, Roger. Stop it. Stop it, Roger. Man, I'm over here just chilling, man. I'm just trying to be great, man. I'm just trying to be great. <laughs> I got an announcement next, next Monday. I have an announcement. I, I want to make that. I'm, I'm actually gonna be completely transparent. Well, next week's topic may be so fitting, um, so I'll be sure to tag you in on it. Um, it may be fitting for, for, for you, so I'll tag you in. <laughs> I, won't, I won't tell you what that is right now. Next I hope you're week, ready, so, so next week, uh, and then I want to get Ms. Tamitha, and then I want to get Trent back in. I'll close out the show. But next week, y'all really trying to kill me because uh, I got basketball practice right after work. And then I got the company, uh, the school Christmas party. Uh, so it's I'm coming for you, brother. Well, we going to have a party. We're going to be live. Just put us on. You hear it here first, brother. I'm going to cover for you. If you can't make it, I'm going to be there because I have an announcement I want to make. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, Trent, you know I'm going to always support you, brother. So I'm going to be here for your announcement. I don't know if you make a peanut butter jelly. Collard greens, or you, you you growing toenails in your garden? I don't know what hey, I'm doing, but hey, I'm hey, right, hey Rodney, I'm gonna need you to be here uh, so you can click that. I'm gonna need you to be online. So if, so if you if I text you and say click him off, you you need to be you need to be on. Yeah, I'll, I'll be talking about I'll, I'll be talking about Georgia College and everything. Georgia College. And everything, and how people change my life. I'm making an announcement next week. Hey, Trey, you want to hear what next week's topic is? Huh? Trey, you want to hear what next week's No, I was telling, I was, uh, I, I'm on, we're going to put Trent off this show for Monday for real. Um, <laughs> next week's topic is why, why do people respond negatively to being loved? That's why you're not going to respond negative to being loved. That's why you're not going to respond negative to you being loved. Okay, Samantha. talk. Help us, huh? Help us. Eliminate Trent. Eliminate Final word, Samantha. Oh, final word. Oh, I just want to say thank you all. Just thank you. And it was great tuning in for the very first time. I really enjoyed the show, and I will take into consideration everything that was said and let it just flow. 
Wonderful. All righty. Wonderful we like it. We like it. I, I want you, don't don't anyone leave. I, I do want you all uh, to get the scripture uh, before we close out. Uh, thank you, Ms. Samethus. Uh Trent, go ahead. He already had his final words and some more. Cut him off. Uh-oh. <laughs> he done. Trent, Trent. <laughs> He's watching the football Trent, game. Where you going? Did she just cut me out? Did she just cut me out? No, you good. I don't have control of it. Rodney control. Hey, hey, I don't have what. Well, Tammy, hey, hey, stop that. Tammy, stop all that foolishness, okay? I'm coming on next week. I got a great big announcement. I'll be on Monday, and I'll be talking about my sports report because I actually failed to actually bring it to Rodney this this week. So I'll be talking about my sports report along with something personal on my end. We're talking about people receiving love. So I got a great big announcement. <laughs> Tammy, Tammy, I like it. I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to next Monday's show. I want to hear this announcement. Yeah, I, I bet you. I, I don't know. You'll be fine, Tammy. You'll, you'll be fine. Just take it in the words, man. Trent, any other words, man, concerning the topic? Hey, man, just, I mean, just just the thing of uh, when we talk about, you know, finding that, mirror, you know, in a mirror, man, and dealing with self first, the only way that we're going to actually find um, anything that, that happens from within, we have to deal with ourselves first. That's the only way we're going to find that, that we're perfect beings within a perfect world. We just have to deal with ourselves first. That's something mm-hmm. that I have to do personally for myself. I did that personally for myself, and that's why I'm on a uh, I'm on a natural high. You know, nothing and no one could actually tell me anything different. So we we'll have to deal with ourselves first before we can actually find that perfect being. Mm-hmm. We appreciate we appreciate that, brother. Normally, I, normally I speak my piece, and then I tell you guys. Uh, to have a, a a great week, and we hope you get a good night's sleep and all that good stuff. But I'm I'm gonna switch it around a little bit this week, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say that I'm gonna uh, read something, and I want you guys. I'm gonna get this part out of the, out of the way first, and that is I want you guys to take heed to what I'm about to read to you, and I want you to dwell on it, and I want you to meditate on it. Until next Monday's show And be brave enough to call in And let us know If Or what This did for you Um, And then we're going to go right into Just ending the show So While you guys are having a great week And resting peacefully tonight I want you to think about 1 Timothy The first I'm sorry, 1 Timothy, the fourth chapter, starting with the first verse, and I'm going to skip around a little bit here, and I'll post it on the event page, but I want you guys to take heed to these words and meditate on on them. And it says, Now the Spirit speaketh expressively that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry, 
and commanding to abstain from meats, which God hath created to be received with thanksgiving of them which believe and know the truth. So I want you guys to think about the things that you're being told today, even down to what to put into your body. And then verse 4 says, for every creature God Every creature, and this is where I said I was going to go back to what Trent said earlier tonight. For every creature of God is good and nothing to be refused if it be received with thanksgiving. For it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. But refuse profane and old wise fables and exercise thyself Rather unto godliness, for bodily exercise profiteth little. But godliness is profitable unto all things, having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. Let no man despise thy youth, but be thou an example of the believers in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Take heed unto thyself and unto thy doctrine, continuing them, for in doing this thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. We will see you guys next Monday. Until then, good night, everybody. Good night.
But he winds up Knocking me Back down on my But I know 